Lori. Hi. Welcome, welcome to my Zoom slash podcast. I love it. So, it just is what it is. It is what it is. Um, so we are here to talk today about competition. Um, I actually have several ladies I'm going to be talking about, and I want to kind of get your view from inside the competitive world because obviously I have been there and so we're going to have some discussions but there's just some questions I want to ask so our listeners if they do not know you tell us who you are tell us what you do like in the real world when you're not competing people think you know that competitors are just competitors but we have all other kinds of jobs too right we don't all live at the gym or work at the gym <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So, uh, so I'm Lori, um, and I'm actually a high school math teacher. Um, one perk of being at a high school, though, is that there is a weight room there that I made sure I knew how to have access to just in case COVID shut down gyms again, <laughs> which they haven't yet. We're going to keep our fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. So I basically go to work, I teach and go to the gym and I'm at home. And when I'm at home, one of my favorite things to do is actually, I am a big um, part of Bachelor Nation. <laughs> Proud Bachelor to say Nation. it. Is this oh, yeah. the, the show, The Bachelor? Oh yeah, The Bachelor, The Bachelor at Bachelor in Paradise, all about it. I've actually bridged into, I like spoilers now because I wanna know there's a happy ending coming. <laughs> so I'm all about that. And then um, video games, my husband and I really, enjoy getting down on some games what is your favorite video game Lori Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time maybe nice. Super Mario World mm. I kind of like both my my youngest son would be with you on the Mario for sure that's like uh one of his favorites but lately he's been into Crash Bandicoot racing of something I don't know but anyway so that's a whole nother story on video games but so some of the, some of the things um, that, that people may want to know, um, one of the things that I often questioned, um, I have been in the competitive world for a very long time, but you know, something that our listeners may not know about you is you have competed how many times now? One. Yes, once. One Just show, once. right? And when was that show? Uh, December 2020, it was the OCB Richmond show. So it's the finale of the OCB competing season. Nice. So my boyfriend is prepping right now for the Yorton Cup. And um, so, you know, that's a big deal. They did not have the Yorton Cup last year um, because of COVID. So we actually started last year together in prep. He actually started in February of 2020. I started in March of 2020. Um, we both went through it up until about June, uh, end of June, when we were at the beach. I think they finalized that nothing else had been planned for the Yorton Cup, and I think it was just going to be postponed, right, <laughs> to, to 2021. So he stopped. I kept going. <laughs> so that was not fun. But anyway, so how was your first show experience overall well i will i will tie in with what you just said and say overall i technically finished out qualifying for being able to compete in the yorton cup this year if i chose to because i did get fifth place in my open class so nice. that's a good experience right so for are a show you gonna you, do it 
no, <laughs> no. One, with it not happening last year, I'm just not ready for that level of crowds. And two, I, I'm still I'm still learning about the whole process and experience. Um, but one show and I was hooked. Um, just the, the whole environment is so supportive. Uh, you you get backstage and it's it's not you're in line with people that you're competing against. You're in line with people who are like, hey, can I fix that strap on your suit for you? It got twisted. Like you're in line with just everyone who wants everyone to look amazing because we all know how hard we work to get there. And it's just an environment that you want more of because it's it's addicting in a way, but it's such a positive way and it's only good for you so it's just one of those things where yeah once you're in you're pretty much in it um one of my uh friends is actually prepping for her first show in the wellness division in september and i even told her i was like go with the suit that is your heart is pulling you towards the most right now because if you're anything like me you're going to finish your first show and want to do a second one so you can get another suit another time (laughs) Mm -hmm. right right so I think, you know, I think in the competitive world, I have found it's like, you don't get a lot of people that are in it for the long haul, but I see people that are either like, they'll have a good several years that they want to do it and they're in it, or you've got on this side, I've seen so many like one and done, like people like challenge themselves to get to that point and that's great but you know you were talking about the supportive um you know the supportive experience backstage and I think a lot of the time people don't let themselves absorb all of that you know when it comes to the show and it's because it is really really hard and I think I think that it matters um, a lot too, like what division you were in, because, you know, some divisions obviously have to cut a lot more to be leaner, right? And so it does become like, it's, I mean, I will say like every time I compete, it's harder and you get to like exhaustion level you know it is exhausting but if you get there like when you get to that show and you know like all of the people that are back there that have gone through the same thing as you that's when like you that's when you bond with people you know because like you know that they have gone through all of that crap to get there the same as you like one of my really good friends um, lives down in the Keys now in Florida, but I met her in like 2013. Um, no, 2012. I was still doing figure. I hadn't switched to women's physique yet. And I met her at a figure show somewhere like maybe it was Norfolk or Hampton Roads or somewhere. Um, I don't know, but we met there and we became really good friends and we still talking stuff now. And, you know, it's just like some people you meet and you've made friends for life, even if you're not near each other, you know, and, and that's something that's really cool about it, you know. So I definitely would agree with that um, for sure. Okay, um, one so of, December 2020. Mm-hmm. So what's going on 
with you now? Like what's, what's this year? Is there anything going on for this year for you? Well, so the, the original plan was I was looking at a, a smaller show, um, the, the Roanoke, OCB Roanoke show in September. And yes, do it, Lori, because that's me. I will come <laughs> to watch you and support you. Well, then uh, we had a lot of unexpected vet bills, followed by some more unexpected vet bills, and mm. oh yeah, a few more unexpected vet bills, all in the month of June. Uh. So financially, uh, that did uh, put the September show out, but um, I also know the promoter of that show because the promoter is also my posing coach that thank you for hooking me up with yes you're welcome <laughs> shout, out, shout out the yes shout out the tina johnson tina like, johnson so if if you're if you're a competitor and you were watching this later on y'all tina is amazing um i will say she will snap you <laughs> whether it's in person or I'm, I train, I just posed with her virtually. Like it was like, boom, boom, boom. She knows how to cue you to hit what you need to hit. And like, you should connect with her if you have any questions about it. And you know, if I have show notes here, I'm going to post her in here. I will tag her. And, um, but she is, she is truly amazing. And so, um, you know, I would love to, I'm, I'm probably going to go to the show anyway but so yeah um i I reached out to her and i was like i am there if you need a volunteer for anything i was like i was going to compete but that can't happen right now but i'm there to help out whatever you need you just tell me well come on lori and we'll just gotta be backstage helpers and we'll just like hang out at the same time how about that there we go. Let's do it. That would be awesome. So, yes. um, so now, since you're not going to do September show, what is, what is next on the horizon for you? Uh, so I, I did join a team that I'm working with, um, JFIT. Uh, it's with, uh, Jermaine and, uh, Perry Woot Camp Fitness. Uh, they're great guys. Uh, one of, one of my, friends Connie I went to see her show and I got hooked up with them and you just sense a vibe sometimes from people so is she our on plan right now too? she is she is she works with them as well well you'll have um, to give me their connection yeah, post I will I too. will give you all the stuff yep awesome um but our plan is the OCB Richmond show this year and if I'm ready, possibly the November show in Woodbridge. Because that was, that was their also? first question. I told, yes, both OCB. Yep. I told them I was like, all right, I, we're going to find a way to make December happen. It's, I don't know how yet, but we're going to find a way to make it happen. And the immediate question back was, will you get on stage earlier if you're ready? And it's, the answer is yes. That's not a maybe question like it's like oh yeah if I'm ready let's let's do it let's let's find a way to make it happen so that's that is the plan right now so we are in the early phases of prepping for those nice so you know those who may not know competing is a very expensive sport um you know there are so many things that you don't think about it's not just 
paying to enter the show and then you walk on stage, right? So, you know, throw something in here, Lori. Like, what do you think? What do you think is the biggest expense as a female competitor? I, actually, I would definitely say for the average female competitor, the biggest expense is the suit. It doesn't have to be. No, it's, um, but you it know, I think typically is. it takes a lot of searching. Um, you know, there used to be, there used to be several websites that I used that were like consignment, basically suits. And there are still some and you can do rentals, but, um, you know, they are, you know, it's hundreds, like it's hundreds, it can be thousands. Um, it could easily be a thousand, but I mean, I've got like my limit and still it's like, most people would not think, you know, even a good deal on a suit being like four to $600. That's a lot of money, you know, unless you it know somebody. Paid under a hundred bucks for my suit. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Because but I also I think it's a so smaller lucky. company, but yeah. I'll, I'll, um, Amber Competition Bikinis. I was okay, not we'll disappointed. Link, we'll link with that it. in there as well. <laughs> I was not um, disappointed. But, you know, I have rented, um, one of my favorite suits ever that I rented was, was Tammy Marie. And, um, but I mean, it was hundreds to rent, but I mean, loved it like the color the style it's like you want to really try to stand out on stage you know if you can um you're judged on your physique and you should be judged on your physique but i am telling you hands down i have learned over the years that it does matter all of the details matter your suit the color of your suit the fit of your suit your 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 skin color your makeup, all of these are expenses, you know, that, that it all adds up. There are so many things that you just, and especially like as a female competitor, you know, I know from me versus my boyfriend, okay, he has a suit and the tan, that's it. You don't have to worry about makeup. You don't have to worry about jewelry. And I'm like, shoes. Yeah. Which, which is what I was most excited about at the time. Like shoes, that, that, yes. that was really the, the hooker for me. I was like, Thankfully, I get a new pair of shoes. Women's physique, I don't have to have shoes. So I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. Um, but you then, get the fun poses though. You get to have the most fun posing. Right. But then women's physique, you also have a routine. So then you have to do that. Um, so yeah, I love the poses and they definitely feel like the most natural to me. But then you have to get creative with your posing routine, right? Um, so what do you think, if, if there's somebody watching or listening that is a competitor or they're thinking about being a competitor, what would be your, like, what would be a tip that you would give somebody that knows nothing, that's considering competing? Know why you want to do it. It doesn't have to be anything astounding or even necessarily worth sharing with anybody, but you, you have to know why do you even want to do it? Because that's what's going to get you to the stage as ready as possible. Um, I'll be the first to say I was not 100% on point my first prep for my first show. 
Um, but I knew and I was I was like, I'm going to get on that stage. I'm going to show off all of my hard work with my weight loss journey. I'm going to look the best I have ever looked. It doesn't matter if I could have looked better if I would have prepped more closer to 100%. It's, I'm still looking the best I've looked in my whole life. And I wanted that moment and I wanted the pictures. Anything after that was to be determined. But it's I knew why I wanted to do it and it kept me going and I got to the stage that's awesome so what would you um what would you say to like if somebody's considering competing do you think um that like it's really important to like have a coach or where should you where should you start like yeah know your why and know why you're doing it but but what's my next step if I'm like okay yeah I've been working out and you know i think that i want to do this show and let's say i go online and i research and i know when when the show is going to be and all that what would be what would be my next step i i would highly suggest having a coach that you're working with because having just someone that you can communicate with about your nutrition and your workouts even if you don't need a lot of guidance in it just having someone to say okay, yeah, you should up your sets or, okay, yeah, we need a few more carbs or less carbs, that kind of thing. Do more cardio, do less cardio. Because that outside perspective, they're always going to see things you don't see about yourself. By nature, we are just our own worst critic. And getting that outside opinion on what's going on with our physique and how it's changing or not changing is so important. Um, that being said, you can't just pick any coach. Um, like for me, I won't eat broccoli. I won't do it. It's not going to happen. And I need a coach that's not going to be like, well, you just have to, because I know I'm not going to, I need a coach that, that will be able to be like, okay, well, let's do this instead then. Like I need someone that's going to work with you. Um, in yeah. some of the, I'm in a couple of bikini competition groups on Facebook and I see all the time someone asking about does anyone have like a vegan coach recommendation or vegetarian this and that and it's just like if that's your lifestyle that's great but you do need someone that's going to work with that and understand that and you want someone that you're going to be able to feel open with and be able to go I had a cheeseburger mm-hmm. I shouldn't have but I did it now what like you have to have someone that you can be honest with because they have, have they can honest. tweak in the moment mm-hmm. you have to be honest with you i mean like i'm a coach um i've had two i've got two girls now who were prepping to compete and um honesty is key because like i know every week when they send me their check-in photos you can tell and like even coaches need coaches and like i have gotten myself to the stage and i have used coaches to get me to the stage and honestly using a coach they don't do anything necessarily even different than i would do but having somebody else look at my pictures is worth that because you need reassurance that you're on the right path because even another week or two makes a big difference in prep and like i might because like looking at yourself, even me looking at my own pictures, I am, I am better able to analyze my picture than I am myself in the mirror. 
because I've been doing this for 20 some years. However, I feel better, especially the closer I get to competition, I feel better if somebody else is just looking at them because it's like, I got to, I, you know, you got other stuff going on in your life. It takes the worry out of it. Like you can't try to figure all of this out on your own. It's too hard. So you do need that support system. But I will say, keep your support system like small. Don't go way outside. Like, you know, one of the, the things you probably get into with like being in different groups is you have so many opinions, right? And it's like, it's information overload. And I've said this before, and it's like, you can only use so much information. So by having a coach um, that is gonna support you and give you feedback, and you know that you are there to take their advice, you can kind of block out all the other. But when you're not sure where your advice is coming from, you you tend to listen to too many things, right? And then you just get confused. Would you agree? Yes, for sure, for sure. I I'm in the groups, and it's it's really as just like an observer role, and it's <laughs> really just, just like sometimes I have to watch someone. I'm like, yeah. there are so many things. If I have seen some group posts and stuff, I'm like just just hit the x button i because i want to go in and say things and it's like that's just i just i just shouldn't say anything it's like my mom used to tell me growing up if you don't have anything nice to say holly don't, don't say, say anything, anything at all, at all. <laughs> so it's like okay exit i'm just leaving because like i'm gonna say something that's not so nice and yeah. I, you know and a lot of times too it, when you get into a group like that and you're like typing a response it's like text, you know, it's like when you text somebody, you don't have the emotion in there or like it's so easy to misread what somebody is saying to you, right? And you're like thinking that they're being ugly and it's like, no, 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 I was, so it's, it's, just, it's just better just to not say things sometimes. Yep. So, okay, so Lori, probably end of the year, um, on your next competition, tell me something or tell our listeners something. What is something that you have definitely learned from your first prep that you will use for your second prep? What has been like one of the most important things? You can't practice posing too much. And it's okay to be posing in the middle of the gym in between sets. It's totally fine. Nobody cares. No one cares what you're doing at the gym. And if they do care, it's probably because they're just at the gym hanging out and not actually working out anyway. So it doesn't matter what they think anyway, because they're not doing anything. My boyfriend is very good about doing his posing, like in between sets. I am not so much. I am like, I am the shy. As many times as I've competed. Oh, I'm I'm with you. I I, I, can't, I, I just, practice my my torso twisting. I just sit and I, I turn and I'll hold it if I'm feeling kind of chicken. But I'm just like, okay, I can at least do do all of that, <laughs> or I'll do know, just my is, my feet movements. <laughs> definitely right. You know, I have learned. I think that it's really important um, with posing that you start way far out like I would say give it a good 
eight to 12 weeks of posing for a certain amount of time every day, even if it's just like 15 minutes a day, um, you would be amazed at number one, how much that's gonna stick in your head, like how those positions are, because I, I've told people this before, but I always thought that my back pose looked a certain way. I felt like I was doing it the right way, but what you feel and what you see are not the same. So like, I almost have to pose to where it feels wrong in my head, but I remember what that wrong felt like, right? So I have to like, it's memory. And every time you pose and you can hit that pose over and over, you're training your muscle to hold that. I swear to you, that was one of the things um, in this past, I think it was the Olympia, um, Big Ramey, I think was Big Ramey won the Olympia. And the thing that everybody was saying that put him out above the rest was his posing because he could hold it and he held it for so long. And he said, this is what I did every day. Like he held it to the point where it was painful to hold that pose anymore, but it conditioned him. So when he got on stage, he could hold that and it wasn't a struggle. And he had said from the previous year, it was like you could see on stage he got exhausted. He was sweating. It was like, you're dying to relax. He didn't do that this time. And it made him excel above all of the others. And that's what made him one is, is his posing and his ability to hold that because it is much harder than you think y'all when they say relaxed posing, it's not relaxed at all. It's still hard. No. And you have to be able to hold that. So it is conditioning your body and, and it's memory and it's over and over and over. And the more you do it, the better it's going to be. And it should just be like natural. And that's one of the things a lot of competitors will do all of the training to get there, but then they won't be able to hit the pose or hold the pose um, or it's off, you know? And so that's why a professional with posing is gonna be like invaluable to you because they can correct you. And like Tina is so amazing at that. So anyway, any final words, Lori, um, for somebody that just needs to know something that maybe you have learned, anything else that you could give them advice on? There's no stupid question. It, don't be afraid to ask it and ask it to anybody. Everybody started somewhere. And if there's anything I've learned about the world of bodybuilding is that if, let's say you ask me and I don't know the answer, I am certainly gonna direct you to someone that probably will. Um, so you, you'll eventually get whatever information you're seeking, probably too much information, which is not a bad thing when it's good information. So just don't, be afraid to ask and inquire that was that was what started it all for me was I just got kind of curious one night being bored and just started looking up what suits look like and I remember telling my husband that I was like do you know people pay over a thousand dollars for their suit 
in a bodybuilding competition and he's like what are you doing and I'm like I'm just I'm just looking stuff up this is astounding to me <laughs> and lo and behold a few months later I have my very own suit and shoes and I'm getting on that stage so you awesome. if you're curious just do the research start asking the questions because you never know it's going to spark you to take some action well Lori be sure that you send me your um your links to your um to your team um i've got tina's information and then your suit um who, who fixed your suit and i will put that in um you know when i post this on youtube and definitely um thank you so much for being here great great tips i think and um you know, always, if you have questions for me at any time, anybody can ask me questions. Um, you can find me at Fit With Holly on Instagram. That's also my YouTube channel. So if you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, subscribe to my YouTube channel. And, um, you know, I will hopefully be seeing you at a competition very soon, Lori. Yes, we're making it happen. <laughs> All right, maybe well, maybe you maybe you'll right. join me on that December stage. Maybe. Awesome. Yeah, I'm not joining <laughs> you on the December stage. We're going, <laughs> Lori. I'm only competing on even years now. That's my goal. So. <laughs> okay. I, all right. I got, choose my year. Okay. Right? I got you. All right. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Lori. Hi. Welcome to my Zoom slash podcast. I love it. So, it just is what it is. It is what it is. Um, so we are here to talk today about competition. Um, I actually have several ladies I'm going to be talking about, and I want to kind of get your view from inside the competitive world because obviously I have been there and so we're going to have some discussions but there's just some questions I want to ask so our listeners if they do not know you tell us who you are tell us what you do like in the real world when you're not competing people think you know that competitors are just competitors but we have all other kinds of jobs too right we don't all live at the gym or work at the gym <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So, uh, so I'm Lori, um, and I'm actually a high school math teacher. Um, one perk of being at a high school, though, is that there is a weight room there that I made sure I knew how to have access to just in case COVID shut down gyms again, <laughs> which they haven't yet. So we're going to keep our fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. So I basically go to work, I teach and go to the gym and I'm at home. And when I'm at home, one of my favorite things to do is actually, I am a big um, part of Bachelor Nation. <laughs> Proud Bachelor to say Nation. it. Is this oh, yeah. the, the show, The Bachelor? Oh yeah, The Bachelor, The Bachelor, at Bachelor in Paradise, all about it. I've actually bridged into, I like spoilers now because I want to know there's a happy ending coming. <laughs> so I'm all about that. And then um, video games, my husband and I really, enjoy getting down on some games what is your favorite video game Lori Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time maybe nice. Super Mario World mm. I kind of like both my my youngest son would be with you on the Mario for sure that's like uh one of his favorites but lately he's been into Crash Bandicoot racing of something I don't know but anyway so that's a whole nother story on video games but so some of, some of the things um, 
that, that people may want to know. Um, one of the things that I often question, um, I have been in the competitive world for a very long time, but you know, something that our listeners may not know about you is you have competed how many times now? Once. Yes, once. One Just show, once. right? And when was that show? Uh, December 2020, it was the OCB Richmond show. So it's the finale of the OCB competing season. Nice. So my boyfriend is prepping right now for the Yorton Cup. And um, so, you know, that's a big deal. They did not have the Yorton Cup last year um, because of COVID. So we actually started last year together in prep. He actually started in February of 2020. I started in March of 2020. Um, We both went through it up until about June, uh, end of June, when we were at the beach. I think they finalized that nothing else had been planned for the Yorton Cup, and I think it was just going to be postponed, right, to to 2021. So he stopped. I kept going. So that was not fun. But anyway, so how was your first show experience overall well i will i will tie in with what you just said and say overall i technically finished out qualifying for being able to compete in the yorton cup this year if i chose to because i did get fifth place in my open class so nice. that's a good experience right so for are show you gonna you- do it no <laughs> no one with it not happening last year i'm just not ready for that level of crowds and two I, I'm still I'm still learning about the whole process and experience um, but one show and I was hooked um, just the the whole environment is so supportive uh, you you get backstage and it's it's not you're in line with people that you're competing against you're in line with people who are like hey can I fix that strap on your suit for you? It got twisted. Like you're in line with just everyone who wants everyone to look amazing because we all know how hard we work to get there. And it's just an environment that you want more of because it's it's addicting in a way, but it's such a positive way and it's only good for you. So it's just one of those things where, yeah, once you're in, you're pretty much in it. Um, one of my... Uh, friends is actually prepping for her first show in the wellness division in September and I even told her I was like go with this suit that is your heart is pulling you towards the most right now because if you're anything like me you're going to finish your first show and want to do a second one so you can get another suit another time (laughs) Mm -hmm. right right so I think you know I think in the competitive world I have found it's like you don't get a lot of people that are in it for the long haul, but I see people that are either like they'll have a good several years that they want to do it and they're in it, or you've got on this side, I've seen so many like one and done. Like people like challenge themselves to get to that point, and that's great. But you know, you were talking about this supportive. Um, you know, the supportive experience backstage. And I think a lot of the time people don't let themselves absorb all of that, you know, when it comes to the show and it's because it is really, really hard. And I think, I think that it matters 
um, a lot to like what division you were in because you know some divisions obviously have to cut a lot more to be leaner right and so it does become like it's i mean i will say like every time i compete it's harder and you get to like exhaustion level you know it is exhausting but if you get there like when you get to that show and you know like all of the people that are back there that have gone through the same thing as you that's when like you that's when you bond with people you know because like you know that they have gone through all of that crap to get there the same as you like one of my really good friends um lives down in the keys now in florida but i met her in like 2013 um no 2012 i was still doing figure i hadn't switched to women's physique yet and i met her at a figure show somewhere like maybe it was norfolk or hampton roads or somewhere um i don't know but we met there and we became really good friends and we still talking stuff now and you know it's just like some people you meet and you've made friends for life, even if you're not near each other, you know, and, and that's something that's really cool about it, you know. So I definitely would agree with that. Um, for sure. Okay. Uh, so of, December 2020. Mm -hmm. So what's going on with you now? Like what's what's this year? Is there anything going on for this year for you? Well, so the the original plan was I was looking at a, a smaller show, um, the the Roanoke OCB Roanoke show in September, and yes, do it, Lori, because that's me. I will come <laughs> to watch you and support you. Well, then uh, we had a lot of unexpected vet bills, followed by some more unexpected vet bills, and mm -hmm. oh yeah, a few more unexpected vet bills all in the month of June. Uh, so financially uh, that did uh, put the September show out, but um, I also know the promoter of that show because the promoter is also my posing coach that thank you for hooking me up with. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> shout I out, shout out the, yes, shout out the Tina Johnson. Tina like, Johnson. So if, if, you're, if you're a competitor and you were watching this later on, Y'all, Tina is amazing. Um, I will say she will snap you, <laughs> whether it's in person or I'm, I train, I just post with her virtually. Like it was like, boom, boom, boom. She knows how to cue you to hit what you need to hit. And like, you should connect with her if you have any questions about it. And you know, if I have show notes here, I'm going to post her in here. I will tag her and, um, but she is, she is truly amazing. And so, um, you know, I would love to, I'm, I'm probably going to go to the show anyway, but so yeah. Um, yeah but I, well, I reached out to her and I was like, I am there if you need a volunteer for anything. I was like, I was going to compete, but that can't happen right now, but I, I'm there to help out. Whatever you need, you just tell me. Well, come on, Lori, and we'll just gotta be backstage helpers and we'll just like hang out at the same time. How about that? There we go. Let's do it. That would be awesome. So yes. um, so now, since you're not gonna do the September show, what is what is next on the horizon for you? 
Uh, so I, I did join a team that I'm working with, um, JFIT. Uh, it's with uh, Jermaine and uh, Perry Woot Camp Fitness. Uh, they're great guys. Uh, one of one of my friends, Connie, I went to see her show and I got hooked up with them. And you just sense a vibe sometimes from people. So is she our on plan right now. She is. She is. She works with them as well. Well, you'll have um, to give me their connection yeah, post. I will I too. will give you all the stuff. Yep. Awesome. Um, but our plan is the OCB Richmond show this year. And if I'm ready, possibly the November show in Woodbridge. Because that was, that was their also? first question. I told, yes, both OCB. Yep. I told them I was like, all right, I, we're going to find a way to make December happen. It's, I don't know how yet, but we're going to find a way to make it happen. And the immediate question back was, will you get on stage earlier if you're ready? And it's, the answer is yes. That's not a maybe question like it's like oh yeah if i'm ready let's let's do it let's let's find a way to make it happen so that's that is the plan right now so we are in the early phases of prepping for those nice so you know those who may not know competing is a very expensive sport um you know there are so many things that you don't think about it's not just paying to enter the show and then you walk on stage right so you know throw something in here Lori like what do you think what do you think is the biggest expense as a female competitor I actually I would definitely say for the average female competitor the biggest expense is the suit it doesn't have to be no it's um but you know definitely is it takes a lot of searching. Um, you know, there used to be, there used to be several websites that I used that were like consignment, basically suits. And there are still some and you can do rentals, but um, you know, they are, you know, it's hundreds, like it's hundreds, it can be thousands. Um, it could easily be a thousand, but I mean, I've got like my limit and still it's like, most people would not think, you know, even a good deal on a suit being like four to $600. That's a lot of money, you know, unless you it know somebody. Paid under a hundred bucks for my suit. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Because but I also I think it's a so smaller lucky. company, but yeah. I'll, I'll, um, Amber competition bikinis. I was okay, not we'll disappointed. Link, we'll link that it. in there as well. <laughs> I was not um, disappointed. But, you know, I have rented, um, one of my favorite suits ever that I rented was, was Tammy Marie. And, um, but I mean, it was hundreds to rent, but I mean, loved it. Like the color, the style, it's like, you want to really try to stand out on stage, you know, if you can, um, you're judged on your physique. And you should be judged on your physique, but I am telling you, hands down, I have learned over the years that it does matter. All of the details matter. Your suit, the color of your suit, the fit of your suit, your 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 skin color, 
your makeup, all of these are expenses, you know, that, that it all adds up. There are so many things that you just, and especially like as a female competitor, you know, I know from me versus my boyfriend, okay, he has a suit and the tan, that's it. You don't have to worry about makeup. You don't have to worry about jewelry. And I'm like, shoes, <laughs> which, which is what I was most excited about at the time. Like shoes, that, that, yes. that was really the, the hooker for me. I was like, Thankfully, I get a new pair of shoes. Women's physique, I don't have to have shoes. So I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. Um, but you then, get the fun poses though. You get to have the most fun posing. Right. But then women's physique, you also have a routine. So then you have to do that. Um, so yeah, I love the poses and they definitely feel like the most natural to me, but then you have to get creative with your posing routine, right? Um, so what do you think, if, if there's somebody watching or listening that is a competitor or they're thinking about being a competitor, what would be your, like, what would be a tip that you would give somebody that knows nothing, that's considering competing? know why you want to do it it doesn't have to be anything astounding or even necessarily worth sharing with anybody but you you have to know why do you even want to do it because that's what's gonna get you to the stage as ready as possible um i'll be the first to say i was not 100 percent on point my first prep for my first show um, but I knew and I was I was like, I'm going to get on that stage. I'm going to show off all of my hard work with my weight loss journey. I'm going to look the best I have ever looked. It doesn't matter if I could have looked better if I would have prepped more closer to 100%. It's, I'm still looking the best I've looked in my whole life. And I wanted that moment and I wanted the pictures. Anything after that was to be determined. But it's I knew why I wanted to do it. And it kept me going and I got to the stage. That's awesome. So what would you, um, what would you say to like, if somebody's considering competing, do you think um, that like, it's really important to like have a coach or where should you, where should you start? Like, yeah, know your why and know why you're doing it. But, but what's my next step? If I'm like, okay, yeah, I've been working out. And, you know, I think that I want to do this show and let's say I go online and I research and I know when, when the show is going to be and all that, what would be, what would be my next step? I, I would highly suggest having a coach that you're working with because having just someone that you can communicate with about your nutrition and your workouts, even if you don't need a lot of guidance in it, just having someone to say, okay, yeah, you should up your sets or, okay, yeah, we need a few more carbs or less carbs, that kind of thing. Do more cardio, do less cardio. Because that outside perspective, they're always going to see things you don't see about yourself. By nature, we are just our own worst critic. And getting that outside opinion on what's going on with our physique and how it's changing or not changing is so important. Um, that being said, you can't just pick any coach. Um, like for me, I won't eat broccoli. I won't do it. It's not going to happen. And I need a coach that's not going to be like, well, you just have to, because I know I'm not going to. I need a coach that, that will be able to be like, okay, well, 
let's do this instead then like i need someone that's going to work with you um in yeah. some of the i'm in a couple of bikini competition groups on facebook and i see all the time someone asking about does anyone have like a vegan coach rep- recommendation or a vegetarian this or that and it's just like if that's your lifestyle that's great but you do need someone that's going to work with that and understand that and you want someone that you're going to be able to feel open with and be able to go i had a cheeseburger mm-hmm. i shouldn't have but i did it now what like you have to have someone that you can be honest with because they have, have they be can honest. tweak in the moment you mm-hmm. have to be honest with you i mean like i'm a coach um i've had two i've got two girls now who were prepping to compete and um honesty is key because like i know every week when they send me their check-in photos you can tell and like even coaches need coaches and like i have gotten myself to the stage and i have used coaches to get me to the stage and honestly using a coach they don't do anything necessarily even different than i would do but having somebody else look at my pictures is worth that because you need reassurance that you're on the right path because even another week or two makes a big difference in prep. And like, I might, cause like looking at yourself, even me looking at my own pictures, I am, I am better able to analyze my picture than I am myself in the mirror because I've been doing this for 20 some years. However, I feel better, especially the closer I get to competition, I feel better if somebody else is just looking at them. Cause it's like, I got to, I, you know, you got other stuff going on in your life. It takes the worry out of it. Like you can't try to figure all of this out on your own. It's too hard. So you do need that support system. But I will say, keep your support system like small don't go way outside like you know one of the the things you probably get into with like being in different groups is you have so many opinions right and it's like it's information overload and i've said this before and it's like you can only use so much information so by having a coach um that is going to support you and give you feedback and you know that you are there to take their advice you can kind of block out all the other but when you're not sure where your advice is coming from you you tend to listen to too many things right and then you just get confused would you agree Yes, for sure. For sure. I, I'm in the groups and it's, it's really as just like an observer role. And it's I really just, just like, sometimes I have to someone, I'm like, yeah. there are so many things. If I have seen some group posts and stuff, I'm like, just, just hit the X button. I Cause I want to go in and say things and it's like, that's just, I just, I just shouldn't say anything. It's like my mom used to tell me growing up, if you don't have anything nice to say, Holly, don't, don't say, say anything, anything at all. At all. <laughs> so it's like, okay, exit. I'm just leaving. Cause like, I'm going to say something that's not so nice. And yeah. I, you know, and a lot of times too, it, when you get into a group like that and you're like typing a response, 
it's like text, you know, it's like when you text somebody, you don't have the emotion in there or like it's so easy to misread what somebody is saying to you right and you're like thinking that they're being ugly and it's like no 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 i was so it's it's just it's just better just to not say things sometimes yep. so okay so lori probably end of the year um on your next competition tell me something or tell our listeners something what is something that you have definitely learned from your first prep that you will use for your second prep? What has been like one of the most important things? You can't practice posing too much. And it's okay to be posing in the middle of the gym in between sets. It's totally fine. Nobody cares. No one cares what you're doing at the gym. And if they do care, it's probably because they're just at the gym hanging out and not actually working out anyway. So it doesn't matter what they think anyway, because they're not doing anything. My boyfriend is very good about doing his posing, like in between sets. I am not so much. I am like, I am the shy. As many times as I've competed. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. I, 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 can't, I, I just, practice my, my torso twisting. I just sit and I, I turn and I'll hold it if I'm feeling kind of chicken, but I'm just like, okay, I can at least do, do all of that. <laughs> or I'll do know, just my, is, my feet movements. <laughs> definitely right. You know, I have learned, I think that it's really important um, with posing that you start way far out like I would say give it a good eight to 12 weeks of posing for a certain amount of time every day even if it's just like 15 minutes a day um you would be amazed at number one how much that's going to stick in your head like how those positions are because I, I've told people this before but I always thought that my back pose looked a certain way. I felt like I was doing it the right way, but what you feel and what you see are not the same. So like, I almost have to pose to where it feels wrong in my head, but I remember what that wrong felt like, right? So I have to like, it's memory. And every time you pose and you can hit that pose over and over, you're training your muscle to hold that. I swear to you, that was one of the things um, in this past, I think it was the Olympia, um, Big Ramey, I think was Big Ramey won the Olympia. And the thing that everybody was saying that put him out above the rest was his posing because he could hold it and he held it for so long and he said this is what I did every day like he held it to the point where it was painful to hold that pose anymore but it conditioned him so when he got on stage he could hold that and it wasn't a struggle and he had said from the previous year it was like you could see on stage he got exhausted. He was sweating. It was like, you're dying to relax. He didn't do that this time. And it made him excel above all of the others. And that's what made him want is, is his posing and his ability to hold that because it is much harder than you think y'all when they say relaxed posing, 
It's not relaxed at all. It's still hard. And you have to be able to hold that. So it is conditioning your body and, and it's memory and it's over and over and over. And the more you do it, the better it's going to be. And it should just be like natural. And that's one of the things a lot of competitors will do all of the training to get there, but then they won't be able to hit the pose or hold the pose um, or it's off, you know? And so that's why a professional with posing is going to be like invaluable to you because they can correct you. And like Tina is so amazing at that. So anyway, any final words, Lori, um, for somebody that just needs to know something that maybe you have learned anything else that you could give them advice on? There's no stupid question. It, don't be afraid to ask it and ask it to anybody. Everybody started somewhere. And if there's anything I've learned about the world of bodybuilding is that if, let's say you ask me and I don't know the answer, I am certainly gonna direct you to someone that probably will. Um, so you, you'll eventually get whatever information you're seeking probably too much information which is not a bad thing when it's good information so just don't be afraid to ask and inquire that was that was what started it all for me was I just got kind of curious one night being bored and just started looking up what suits look like and I remember telling my husband that I was like do you know people pay over a thousand dollars for their suit in a bodybuilding competition and he's like what are you doing and I'm like I'm just I'm just looking stuff up this is astounding to me and lo and behold a few months later I have my very own suit and shoes and I'm getting on that stage so you awesome. if you're curious just do the research start asking the questions because you never know what's going to spark you to take some action well Lori be sure that you send me your um your links to your um to your team um i've got tina's information and then your suit um who, who fixed your suit and i will put that in um you know when i post this on youtube and definitely um thank you so much for being here great great tips i think and um you know, always, if you have questions for me at any time, anybody can ask me questions. Um, you can find me at Fit With Holly on Instagram. That's also my YouTube channel. So if you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, subscribe to my YouTube channel. And, um, you know, I will hopefully be seeing you at a competition very soon, Lori. Yes, we're making it happen. <laughs> All right, maybe well, maybe, you maybe you'll join me on that December stage. Maybe. Awesome. Yeah, I'm not joining <laughs> you on the December stage. We're going, <laughs> Lori. I'm only competing on even years now. That's my goal. So. <laughs> okay. I, all right. I got, is my year. Okay. Right? I got you. All right. All right. Thanks.